Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Order, it's been three days since the end of Title 42, the pandemic-era policy that slowed the number of migrants allowed into the U.S. With Thursday's expiration, many border communities were bracing for a surge of migrants, but at least for now, that has not happened yet. Homeland Security officials say there were about 4,200 encounters yesterday, as they call them. That's a big drop from the day before, and yesterday's numbers are less than half of the 10,000 seen at the U.S.-Mexico border in the days before Title 42 ended. Just minutes ago, we heard from President Biden as he completed a bike ride, and here's what he had to say about the situation down at the border. How do you think things are going at the border, sir? Much better than much, much better than you all expected. Do you have any plans to visit no, the border? I think. Pardon me. Do you have any plans to visit the border? Not in the near term. No. No. He's not visiting the border, but I, I love that he. It's doing better than you said it would. <laughs> You took the entire uh, Texas, what they call it, a tactical force. You lined it up. You put barbed wire on the fence. And you actually announced what was in Title Eight. You did all the things you wouldn't do for the past two years about here's what happens if you come across the border illegally. Maybe it did have an effect. Maybe Texas did indeed stop some level of surge from happening. Even though we've got the people at the border. In the days before the end of Title 42, it was over 10,000 people a day. I'd love to see it go down. I'd be thrilled and overjoyed. I would think it wonderful and fantastic and great for the country. Then I would get into the... Well, do people think that our immigration laws before Title 42 were actually stronger? And what in the world is this Title Eight, and how does it work? And why does it seem stronger, but it actually gives more latitude to people like the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, and allowing people to stay into the country? People have not read the legislation, even though it's been around since the 40s. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Title 42 was about COVID. It actually been on the books for a very long time, and it's the idea of saying that if there is a health emergency, we can expel people from the country without going through the traditional asylum process or any other process, we can just uh, send them back. There you go, you're done, you're fine. There was a theory from some, and you have to remember when I say theory from some, these are the people who do not believe in borders at all. Everything is an affront, everything is a problem. The amount of people out there saying that we shouldn't do this on the border, we shouldn't do that on the border, we should not make it more difficult, we should allow for more asylum claims. It's quite remarkable to see the levels of so-called Americans who believe that we shouldn't have any border at all. So Title 42 allowed for people to be sent back because we had a health emergency 
COVID. The health emergency was brought to an end, so therefore Title 42 would be brought to an end. What happens then? Well, the United States on the border goes back to something called Title 8. Title 8 is 80 plus years old. So I said 1940s. I was I was I was right on. Title 8 states that you cannot enter the country illegally. And if you do, you can be subjected to a five-year ban. If you had been removed before, that then goes to 20 years. So you get removed, it's five years. You try again, it's 20 years. Well, why wasn't that something that happened with Title 42? Because Title 42 was something different. Just talking about the quick removal of people from the country and did not offer that caveat. Maybe if it did, we would have seen different things over the last couple of years. Maybe it would have had more teeth. Maybe people would have thought of it as more threatening. Why it wasn't, why there weren't changes made, I don't have that answer. So Title VIII has been in effect and is now going to be the main title by which people are removed from the country. If you go through its entirety, it actually plays as tougher than Title 42 because of these penalties. However, Title 8 also allows for discretion. So, all the animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. You, you have to go back to your country of origin and you can't come back for five years. You, eh, I like your sister. You, uh, you will, will accept your claim. There's the difference. That while Title Eight in the wording has strength, Title Eight also allows for more maneuvering to manipulate a system. That's my reading. Based on what I have seen, so I'll give you um, a, a cup. I will try my best to give you a, a couple of, of examples about uh, how Title Eight works and, and, and where this plays off throughout the day. I want to try and, and, and give you that. One of the things that did happen over last week was that the Biden administration tried to do a, um, a parole system. And what they wanted to do was tell people who were here illegally, hey, you you just go into the country, we'll get to your asylum hearing sometime. So this migrant parole concept was saying, look, we we, we got a lot of people coming to the border, we're a little concerned, Just, just get out of here, you crazy kids. We'll find you later. Don't forget to call, and then we'll set up your court date. The Biden administration wanted to release thousands upon thousands upon thousands of illegal immigrants into the country without a court date. A U.S. district judge named T. Kent Weatherell said, yeah, you can't do this and ordered the federal government to stand down. Corinne Jean-Pierre, speaking about this, referred to it as holding 
Uh, not holding the country hostage. That's what they talk about for the debt limit. Referred to it as sabotage. Telling the president that you have to follow the law, that you have to schedule these court hearings, even though they're five years away, even though you forget about them, even though you aren't focused on actually doing the job at the border. You call it sabotage. I mean, that's that's gross. Oh, let me just say on the ruling uh, that you just uh, you just laid out to me. Um, so, look, the way we see that it's sabotage. It's pure and, and simple. That's how that uh, reads to us. The- well, she sounds like an intellectual. So here's where we're at. We've seen less people, at least according to some numbers. I'd wait to hear from Border Patrol before I really believed anything. We have Title Eight in play, not Title 42. Title Eight has the opportunity to be stronger, but there is a discretion that is in play, and you cannot believe that this administration, with Alejandro Mayorkas, believes in any level of tough. And I've got his interview with John Carl over at ABC. It's an interesting back and forth. And then you have the lengths to which this administration was willing to go to just release people into the country without a court date. If you spend more than $600 on on a business via PayPal, the IRS wants your tax records, but you can come into the country illegally and not have a court date? This is all to be remembered for 2024, people.